0: I'm Stephen Hunt. Welcome to the Active Performance Podcast, a podcast that gives top global managers and their teams the confidence and power of clarity to grow their international business in innovative ways. This week, remote working. If you're working on your own, find somebody you trust, because isolation and loneliness hit us all when we work remotely. On the 28th of April 1789, Captain William Bly was forced off his ship into a small boat in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Captain Bly's ship was the HMS Bounty and this was the Mutiny on the Bounty. So there they were, 19 men, half the original crew, about 50 kilometres from the nearest island, all of them in a small boat. And unfortunately, the people on those islands didn't welcome Bly for more than a few days. So he and the other 18 members of the crew started the long trip to the Dutch East Indies. And that was a journey of 6,500 kilometres across the Pacific. This podcast is not about the brilliance or bravery of Captain Bly's leadership. that must have been a reason for the mutiny in the first place. But by all accounts, the 19 men reacted extremely well. They made a plan, they organised their day, and they set clear priorities. And this is what kept them alive. But imagine the sense of fear, the sense of isolation and loneliness they must have felt on that journey of 6,500 kilometres in a small overcrowded boat. And today, a lot of us have been asked to start that same journey into the unknown. It's the journey of working remotely. Of course, working remotely from home is not as dangerous as Captain Bligh's journey across the Pacific, but the risks are still there. I know the risks because I've worked remotely for nearly 20 years. And in those years, I've learned there's a number of issues that just don't get written about or talked about. So here are my top five. Number one, prioritise, plan and be focused. This is actually the easy bit. It's actually self-discipline. Do you want to make the most of your day or not? And there's lots of opinions and advice out there on how to do this, so I'm not going to go into this in detail. Point number two is to work on your resilience. Working at home, working remotely gets lonely. You have to deal with your victories and your defeats on your own. If you've just had a great success, there's probably nobody to tell at home. I always say to people, create a list of rewards do something that you enjoy doing, go to a place that you enjoy to go to, and most importantly of all, reward yourself. And on the other side of the coin, you have the defeats. So if you've just had an irritating phone call, you can't blow off steam to colleagues like you might do in the office, but you have to find another outlet because those negative emotions, that irritation and frustration just don't disappear. They go somewhere. And so we need to consciously learn to deal with the defeats. That consciously dealing with the defeats might be taking a time out, going for a walk, reading a book, doing something that's easy work. But we need to consciously deal with the defeats and deal with the negative emotions. Point number three is find somebody to talk to who you trust 100%. And I can't stress this enough. I have a network of about nine people that I can talk to at any time. Now that network's quite big because I've built it up over the years that I've been working remotely. But three people is enough, particularly if you're just starting. And the only criterion is you trust each other 100%. Because those are the people that you can share your successes with and just share your defeats with as well. Point number four Create release mechanisms and put them in your schedule. So what do I mean release mechanisms? This is so important to make the time and the space in your calendar for reflection. And you need to be doing this at least two times a month. So that's once a fortnight. Get one of those people who you trust 100% and plan in an hour long call with an open agenda. Connect with the trusting person and just share what you're thinking. Just share what's on your mind. If it feels strange, actually it isn't, because it's just the same as what we do at the water cooler conversations, or when we nip outside for a cigarette with the other smokers, or if you prefer to frame it another way, it's the same as what we do when we go out for lunch with a colleague, or we go for drinks after work, and I've never seen anybody arrive at the pub with an agenda. It's exactly the same thing here. You're just creating a space where you can let out what's on the top of your mind. And connected to that is point number five. Be honest with the person you trust about your current situation. False optimism is always fatal. You don't have to put a show on. I don't put a show on. I tell the people that I trust exactly what I'm thinking at the time. And it's okay to be open about what makes you nervous, what makes you angry, what makes you sad, what you're enjoying, what makes you happy. And it really helps to communicate what we want. So sometimes I communicate just to get things off my chest because a problem shared is a problem halved. Sometimes I communicate to review my decisions and actions and sometimes I communicate to get advice and input on options and the best way forward. The choice is mine, the choice is ours and the worst choice is not clearly communicating what you want in that situation. To sum all of this up, number one, prioritise, plan and be focused. That's actually the easy bit. Number two, work on your resilience because you have to bounce back from your defeats and your negative days on yourself. Number three, find somebody you can talk to who you trust 100%. Number four, put time in your calendar to have a release with them. Number five, be honest about your current situation because a lot of people are going to go into this journey an unknown journey of working remotely. And the only certainty that there is, is that there will be waves of fear and isolation and loneliness, and those negative issues will hit us, and they do rock our boat in ways that we never imagined. But by building up resilience, by having self-discipline, by setting clear priorities, and most of all, by reaching out to the people we trust, the waves will hit the boat, but they won't sink it. I'm Stephen Hunt. Thank you for listening. Join me next time for more on how top global managers use confidence and the power of clarity to grow their business.